This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Hello, and welcome to Flourish with me, Tiffany Boyd. This is a podcast where we explore what it means to live with intention. I'm a mom to three beautiful boys, a wife, a friend, an entrepreneur, and so many other things. When my dad passed, I made a commitment to myself to live with intention. For years afterwards, I struggled with discovering what that meant. I felt uncomfortable giving myself permission or even figuring out how to honor that. What I do know and believe is that where attention goes, energy flows. This show will explore what it means to live with intention, seek to inspire you, and bring practical tools through stories and interviews that you can use to change your own life. Thank you for joining me and this wonderful community of women as we raise our vibration, honor ourselves, and live intentionally. Welcome back to the Flourish Podcast, a show where we discuss what it means to live with intention. With me, your host, Tiffany Boyd. On today's show, we are going to talk about this concept of Earth School. And before we go there, I just want to catch you up a little bit on where my energy's at, what the last little bit has been like, in case you can relate, and because I'm going to link back to it throughout the show. So this past several weeks, I would say probably a month, has been, I would say, challenging and harsh energy. And for a number of reasons, and I know at least within my sphere personally, I have noticed that a lot of people are experiencing this in different ways. For me personally, there has been another outbreak of COVID where we live, and it means that every time someone's sick, you've got to rush them to get a COVID test and they're home and you're isolating People are receiving contact exposure notices, and that's an immediate 10 days at home isolating. So the kids have been home a lot. I think because we had a year where there was virtually no viruses going around, the little immune systems of my children uh, hadn't been tested. And now that things had previously opened up and all the the viruses came with all the, the opening, we have had literally every bug, um, except COVID somehow. So counting my blessings for that. So the kids have been home a lot. We've been trying to homeschool. I'm working to continue to honor the commitments and the things that I set up for myself with respect to the business and my own self-care. And it's meant that there's just been a lot of pivoting. But I find when I've been home for an extended period of time and I feel like I'm in a state of perpetual pivot, 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 and it becomes this responsibility and this necessity to pivot perpetually in order to make things work, 
and there isn't that balance of rest or calm or reward or even just getting out of that energetic space and that patterning that it does start to wear on me and it's slow and gradual and then I get into the space of just kind of like blah not like a depression but just kind of like low energy and I definitely have been feeling that and I know that in the um, astrology conversation that I had earlier uh, at the beginning of the month with Emily and her stars that was very much what this month was going to be like it was going to present a lot of challenge for the purpose of growth and there were going to be really really hard days and then we'd get a rest and a reprieve and then back in and the middle of the month was going to be particularly challenging and that's where we are leading up to the middle of uh, and right into the middle of November and leading up to the full moon at the end of the week and just a couple days from now. And I always find when there's a full moon, uh, I actually track it now, that energies do get a bit wonky. I notice my kids are a little bit crazier. They have bigger feelings. Um, And so anyway, there's just been a lot going on. And normally, uh, recording a podcast, it's, you know, it's not challenging talking for me, sharing is not a challenge. Give me a microphone and off I go. Um, maybe the challenge is, is where to stop or, or how to keep it discreet and you know stick to a single subject because I get so excited and I want to talk about all of the connections. Um, but Today and this week, as I was preparing to record the podcast, I just wasn't getting clear. And it's not something I wanted to force. And it was also something that I was kind of sitting in and with and reflecting on. Because why was it that I wasn't clear on what I wanted to share this week? Because that's very different And why wasn't my intuition tapping in and instinctively giving me that piece of information, that piece of content that would be of the greatest value at this time for the people listening? And what came back to me was that, A, just sharing where I'm at and being a little bit vulnerable, and then describing what I do during those periods and how you can harness the power of intention when you're in those periods of challenge, when you're kind of in the rut, when you're in that state of blah, because that's when it becomes the most important. That's when you become the most vulnerable. That's when you become um, yet the most vulnerable to breaking or deviating or steering away from that chosen path that you have intentionally set for yourself because all of those little choices become harder. Your resolve becomes less. And so I'm going to share a little bit first about my philosophy and how my broad philosophy about life helps shape all of this. And so let's go back to the beginning and let's talk about our school and then we'll come back to where I am today and we'll talk about what that looks like on a day-to-day basis. So earth school, what the heck am I talking about? So since I was a little girl, like as young as I can remember and have memories, I have always, for some reason, 
held this belief that we are part, we as humans, we as a collective, we as a planet are part of something much, much bigger than what we can see and feel and experience in our human form. And it was my understanding, and this was the languaging and the way I thought about it when I was young, and it still is highly relevant for me today, that earth is a school and we choose to come here. We choose to come here to grow and evolve. We choose our families. We choose our experiences. We choose our challenges. And I think we have certain destinies. And it is a huge, huge privilege to be here, to have this opportunity to grow. And I think one of the most challenging things in my belief around it, and this isn't meant to be a religious conversation, though I appreciate that it does bring in themes and weaves uh, concepts of spirituality throughout it. It's just an opinion. And as always, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. If anything, I hope it gets you thinking and perhaps gives you a different perspective or reframe around problems and challenges. So one of the hardest things I find and believe about coming onto this earth plane, coming into this human existence, coming into this earth school, is the fact that as soon as we arrive, we forget. We forget who we are. We forget our soul's purpose. We forget all of the planning that we did before we came here. We forget what lessons we're supposed to learn. We forget even that most things are fairly trivial in the sense that they're only as important as we make them and they're there for learning and they're as important as what we take from them. And that's not to um, trivialize life or the experience but it's to say that sometimes we make things way more serious than we need to. And one of the greatest gifts and opportunities of coming to this earth plane and being human is that we have free will. We can choose what we want, but we forget that. And part of why we forget that and part of what happens is that on earth there is contrast. And there's contrast because contrast helps us learn and grow. It's really hard to learn something if you don't experience the opposite and then do the growth to get to the space of where you're trying to get. You don't know what it is to be full if you've never been hungry. You don't know what it is to be happy if you've never been sad. And so just like energetic vibration exists on a spectrum, this also presents this opportunity of contrast, of hot and cold, of mean and nice. And all of that is by intentional design. And if you start to look at this life as something that, A, you take accountability for choosing, Maybe you came into an incredibly hard family situation. And there are a number of ways that we can relate, react, and respond to that experience. But if you start first from the perspective that A, it was a choice and you made it, and it was for a really good re reason, 
and that growth is the goal, then you start to change how you look at it. You start to change your perception and your perspective around what the options are in terms of how you relate to that, how you allow it to impact you, how you let yourself identify with it. If it becomes a lesson that you're growing through, it doesn't have to become your identity. And as we start to look at that big picture and we zoom out to sort of that hawk eye view of that hawk circling up above, and we start to reframe things from that perspective, it makes them feel a little bit lighter. It makes them feel a little less dense. And all of a sudden, it just makes it that much more manageable. And it puts some perspective into why these things are happening. And I think one of the things that we default to automatically is trying to get to a position where there is no challenge, where nothing is hard, and we automatically react as soon as something uncomfortable or hard or challenging comes into our life and we feel like things are off or it's wrong, and sometimes we can crumble. And the goal is not that there aren't hard things. That's not the goal. The goal is to have the capacity and the tools and the strength and the resilience to be able to see that hard thing, to stand in that contrast and to let go of the pieces that don't serve you, just like we've talked about before, as you're trying to adjust and shift where you are to where you want to be. And when we're working in the energetics, all energy is on a spectrum You have to let go of where you're at so that you can move up and raise your vibration. And so, so, so as well, this is true of how we tackle hard things or uncomfortable things in life. Um, Yesterday I got some news and it was news that I was expecting. Um, One of our kids has had a hard time learning to read and he's very very intelligent there's no question um he's also had a speech disorder and so that part of his brain uh the speech language processing portion of the brain is wired differently and so he learns differently and the neural connections are made differently So when he was younger and we identified that he had a speech disorder, what we learned about it was that he had actually created his entirely own sound patterning and then translated that into specific mechanics in terms of how he would form sounds on his own. And in order to speak in a way that other people could understand him, He had to retrain and relearn almost all speech sounds. And in that repetitive patterning, he would actually rewire his brain so that there would be those connections so that then he would have both the the brain patterning and the neurons firing translating to the mechanical translation of, you know, the mouth and tongue creating the sound. And it's similar with reading. All of the pieces letter recognition, sound recognition, structure. He has all of those, but the way that he connects them is different. And 
when I got the news yesterday that in fact he does have a reading disorder, which I was pretty confident that he did. So it was not, it's not like it was a surprise, but it really hit me because sometimes when you know something and especially when it's about your kid, it's really hard because you just want to make things easier. And as a parent, one of the things that I've tried really, really hard to do is not make it my goal for my kids to not experience discomfort, but prepare them with the skills to stand in it and still feel confident and capable and to be able to come out the other side and grow from it and develop their confidence. And so I had to really do a lot of self-talk and reflection last night to get to the space where I could be in that energy myself before having the conversation with my son around this. Because again, this is as big as I make it. This is as big a deal as we decide it is. And the goal is not to have hard things. The goal is to have the skills to translate and to to transform and to, to grow through the challenge. So again, and if I come back to that philosophy of earth school, I have to respect and believe that my son chose this and it is part of his growth and he chose me and I'm there to support him. And that's a huge opportunity and a huge responsibility. And we're going to look at this lesson and this opportunity and get the most out of it. And I'm excited about what it means. And we actually started researching what kind of benefits there are to the way that he learns, because there are things that he does and recognizes and sees that most people don't. And in that way, it's a bit of a superpower. So how can we harness those and how can we mitigate those other pieces? And how can we let this just be another thing that we're tackling and not part of an identity? Because as soon as you attach your identity to a thing, you're putting your power outside of yourself. So there's been just a lot, lots of people being sick, lots of, um, you know, nights without great sleep, lots of trying to homeschool and multitask and people not being in great moods and, you know, challenging news. And I found myself feeling just kind of blah this week. And that's life. And what I could feel is starting to happen is a bit of a patterning where I was getting into sort of a self-repeating pattern where I was feeling crappy, expecting to feel crappy, feeling crappy. And when that happens, when you get into an energy system and pattern that doesn't serve you, the first thing I always talk about is you need to interrupt the pattern and just break the energy pattern. And it can be simple, simple things. You can literally get up and move and change rooms. When my kids get into some patterning and their energy is just funky, I take them outside. I put them in the water and put them in the bath. Um, You know, for me, when my energy is really funky, I find that I actually need to move it through my body and I need to physically change where I am to somewhere else 
And so that often means for me, the best and most cleansing thing to do is to go for a run in nature. And it's kind of like an energetic patterning reset. And as you start to become more aware of your, of your own energetic systems, your own energetic patterning, you can see this and you can react more quickly. And what I wanted to, to, to reflect on today is that being intentional is so important and it's not just important when we're setting our aspirational goals and in that positive space or when we're actively choosing to dive in and do shadow work or um, inner child work or some of those things where we're trying to um, heal those pieces of ourselves that need to heal to enable us to up level and expand to where we want to go because we're choosing and we're stepping into that often with a full tank. But being intentional when your tank is empty and your energetic patterning is off is really hard and it's real life and it's really important. And that's where having, I call it a bit of a container and I've been referring to the container a lot lately. And so I think this is a bit of a theme and something I'll probably talk a little bit more on, but for me, creating containers for how I approach things means that I've contained all of the necessary ingredients and that I'm protecting the energy around them. And so I talked this week on Instagram around being intentional requires accountability. And so if you want to be intentional, you also need to intentionally set up structures, supports, and systems and tools so that when it becomes really hard like it is for me right now, I have the systems, the tools, and the supports that I need to keep doing the work to continue to be intentional. And so I'm going to share a little bit of what I do, uh, just for frame of reference, for when you get into this patterning, and it's going to look different for everyone because we're all different and we all need different things. But I know that I came here for a reason. I came to earth for a reason and growth is the goal. And when I'm not growing, when I'm not in alignment with that purpose, I don't feel good. And so I intentionally want to continue to be in a space where of course I feel good, but I'm serving and I'm in alignment with my purpose. And so because I've done the work to do the intention setting, because I've done the work to understand my energetic patterning, because I know my personal code, I know what those things are. And I also know the work that I need to do to continue to heal and grow. And so here are some of the techniques that I use. One is mirror work. And I've talked about this this week as well in Instagram and This is not a new thing. This is not a Tiffany Boyd thing. This has been around for a long time. There are books on it. I haven't actually read any. Um, Louise Hay famously speaks about mirror work. And it's interesting. I kind of got an intuitive download. I think it was about two or three months ago, maybe even a little bit longer, around how important mirror work was and that it was something that I needed to incorporate into my own practice. And it's something that I'm working on presently and it's 
working on it is twofold for me. One, it's healing because I'm actually getting the benefit of it. But two, it's also allowing me to sit in one of my um, personal codes, which is creative, uh, creator. And it's allowing me to explore both the intuitive and energetic aspects and principles of mere work, as well as some of the science and intellectual pieces and combine them to understand why it's such a profound tool. And so what mere work looks like to me is actually showing up. This is an intentional habit that I'm forming at the beginning of my day. As I'm getting ready, I talk to myself in the mirror. And at first, this felt ridiculous, and I'm not going to lie, sometimes it still feels ridiculous, but it works. I look myself in the eye and I say, I am so proud of you. And then I, I tear up even saying it. And I think most people will when they do this because it is so profound for you to love yourself so deeply and to honor yourself. And it's also so crazy that it's something that we don't do naturally and that it is uncomfortable. And the very nature and the very fact that it is uncomfortable is exactly why we should be doing it more. And I talk about what I'm proud about. I talk about the fact it might be one day, I'm proud that you are continuing to show up to try to be the best mom that you can be. That's Rio in the background. I'm proud of you for continuing to learn and grow and step into areas of your business that are really uncomfortable, where you're not seeing results, where it's stuff that you don't understand, but instead of stepping away or admitting defeat, you're stepping into it and you're seeking support and you're learning more and you're trusting yourself and valuing enough and believing in yourself enough to still show up every day. And the list goes on and you'll know what to say to yourself. You know what you're challenged with. You know what you're working really hard on. You know what you deserve praise and acknowledgement for. And then I end it with, I love you. And today is going to be a great day. It's going to be awesome. And I don't understand the science of this yet, but I will. Um, I guess on a very superficial level, I do. I under like, as we develop as humans, as children, the ability to read other people's facial expressions in response to you is how we learn and grow and develop as people. So we'll reference somebody's response to us, their emotional response, and create wiring around how a certain action or behavior elicits a certain emotional response or start to correlate it. And that is also how we start to identify our own sense of self, our own sense of self-worth, is how we see ourselves and our actions and our words reflected back to us on the faces of other people. So when you start to do this mirror work and you look into your own eyes and you speak to yourself from a space of love, you are taking that power back and you are rewiring your sense of worth. So I'm sure there is so much more science around it. And because I'm a nerd, I'm going to keep researching it. So I'll come back with more. But intuitively and practically, I know it works. 
Um, I've been testing it for some time. And interestingly, I think I was about 30 days into testing this and I was listening to a podcast and you may have heard this speaker, Mel Robbins. She wrote the book called The High Five Habit or something similar to that. I haven't read it, but I've listened to her podcast. And it's the same idea. The idea being that she started, she was in a low point of life and she started to give herself a high five in the mirror every morning. And to me, it's that same principle, the idea of being intentional at the beginning of the day, connecting with yourself, taking your power back, choosing to set your intention and your vibe for the day. So mirror work is a massively... um, gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like a massively powerful tool and it feels really weird. So that's okay. Just feel really weird, but just still do it. Do it for 30 days and tell me how you feel after and be prepared. You're probably going to cry if you're being honest and really talking to yourself from your heart. So mirror work is a big piece of sort of the tools that I use Um, other tools that I use around being intentional is setting up an accountability system. So this is especially important when you're going through a change and you're trying to actually shift something in a substantial way in your life, being intentional and showing up and stepping into discomfort and going from a place of comfort to discomfort where you actively have to choose something different over and over and over again is a period where you can naturally expect that there's going to be an incredible amount of resistance. The ego is going to want to keep you safe. Everything is going to be pushing you back and you have to stay strong and resilient and hold on to your resolve and keep choosing it. So when you want to embark upon a very intentional life change, you want to especially set up accountability. So that can look like setting up habits. So it might be things like committing to yourself that you're going to sit down at the end of the day and reflect. It could be that you're going to get up 20 minutes early every day and set your intentions for the day. I think it actually is very important and critical that you have an accountability partner or person or program. And when I take on massive changes, I find the right person or the right system, or the right tool or program. Um, I have worked with different mentors at various periods and different mentorship programs personally, where I know that I'm committing to time to show up, to grow and learn. Because part of what you want to do when you're being intentional and making a shift is not just continue to choose, but expand and learn and grow and feed the excitement around what's motivating the shift in the first place. And you want somebody who's going to be honest and reflect back and help you do that reflection because it's a period of deep, deep reflection. You are going to be going inside and questioning everything, thinking about everything, and that's great. And it takes energy and sometimes you're going to feel a little bit crazy if you can't talk to someone about it or sort it through or say, is this up? Is this really up? Or is that down? What's up? What's down? Um... So find a good friend, find a family member, join a program, find a mentor, do what feels aligned, but set up some accountability. The other thing is get really clear around some tangible goals around where you want to be. And the goal isn't necessarily to achieve the goal, but the goal is to take 
all of the necessary steps and show up in the way that you needed to to set yourself up so that you can achieve the goal. Sometimes things happen that are outside of our control. Sometimes we're learning and failure is a part of that. It's just, you know, failure and success are on the same road. Failure is just a little bit further back and success is just a few steps forward. Where we truly fail is when we neglect to get back up and keep moving forward. So the goal here is that you are taking the action you are committed, you are believing in yourself, you are taking aligned action. And if you keep getting up and you make the next wise move, you're going to get there. Um, The other thing that's critically important when you're being intentional and you're setting your container, and now the container for me is the space that holds all of this. It holds the accountability and I've set up the systems and structures. It sets up the tools and then the integrity of the energy in all of that system is so important. So who are you spending your time with? How are you spending your time? What are you doing with your time? Are you taking in and consuming information and media that serves you or are you watching things that bring you down are you stuck reading news articles about covid all day every day and getting into a fear space so intentionally start to choose what you're consuming in your life who are you spending time with where are you spending time what are you doing how are you doing it are you on netflix are you spending time expanding yourself um and Maintaining the integrity of that energetic space is so important while we embark on intentional living. And depending where you're at, you're gonna have a set of intentions for now and you set the container for that space. And there's gonna be a set of tools that make sense for that time. There's gonna be accountability structures and systems that make sense for that time. And you're going to need different things energetically just like at different times our bodies crave different foods. And so the idea is that in being intentional, you're also taking responsibility to set the container for success. Because when you're really in it, that's when you're gonna need to already have all these systems and tools in place so that you continue to show up. Much like I've used the metaphor before in the past around running a marathon and you get to kilometer 10 and you hate it, If you don't have the training and the tools to have that emotional strength to continue to move when every part of you is creating resistance to quit, you will quit. And so preparation is half the battle. And so take the time. If there are intentional shifts that you want to make, how are you setting the container for success? And then perspective, coming back to that earth school concept. This isn't so big that you can't handle it. You chose it. It's a lesson. And just like a lesson in school, there's a thousand different ways to learn it and you're going to figure it out and there's resources. And if you don't learn it the first time, that's okay because the way the universe works is it'll just bring it back. It's like the string of bad boyfriends that are all the same until you learn the lesson and then you get, you know, Prince Charming. That's the universe's way of saying, haven't learned it, trying again. Haven't learned it, trying again. 
And now just to throw one more random thought here, and I'm sorry because I appreciate that this podcast is weaving several different ideas, themes, and concepts all at once. And I think that this is part of where I had some resistance is that all of this wanted to come out, but making it coherent was a bit of a challenge. So I I truly hope this is flowing. But I want to talk about the role of intuition in all of this, because if we kind of, if we step back and connect these concepts, okay, earth school, we're here to learn a lesson. Being intentional allows us to be within our purpose and continue to take aligned action to stay in that high vibe and then being clear on setting up a container for success so that when it gets hard, we have the skills and the resources and the tools to succeed. So intuition, I mean, intuition is part of a daily life and a daily practice. We use it all of the time. We're constantly responding and pivoting because of it. But what I want to say is that From the perspective of intention, there are times where I think there's this concept of destiny, like things that needed to happen on your life path for you to continue to progress and achieve what it is that you sought to come here to do. And in those cases, I feel like intuition steps in and takes a front seat and it is just such a fundamentally strong knowing that it just isn't even a question. And if we all reflect on our life, we can think about those times. I was um, having dinner with a girlfriend over the weekend and we were talking about this. And the example that came to mind when we were chatting is when I was choosing a university. And we did this um, university campus tour um, with um, with my high school in Ontario. We went all over and visited tons of schools and there were beautiful campuses and so many options to consider. And when the bus stopped at the University of Waterloo, which wasn't particularly attractive, hadn't even been, pardon me, hadn't even seen the school, was just starting to walk up towards the school bookstore. I knew instantly, as soon as I put my foot on the step, that 100% this is the school that I was going to go to. There was no logical reason why. It hadn't been on my radar. I thought for sure I wanted to go to Queens. And We'd already done the campus tour at Queens, gorgeous, much more attractive school. Step onto the um, the steps, and I'm like, this is it. And then all things became Waterloo, and it happened. And then because of the person I ended up dating there, I ended up moving back to where I live now, which is where I met my husband. And I feel like those things are not coincidences. And so there are parts uh, of our path that I think are predestined. And I think that it is critically important at those points that we listen and that we don't deny that because it's different than when we don't learn a lesson when than when we're denying our destiny. So I'll just say, start to identify where those things have happened in the past and start to learn then how to identify them as they come up in the future, because those are pivotal moments in our lives and it's part of the pre-planning that we did before we came to life school. So I think I'm going to end this podcast here Um, and I know it's a lot to take in. I went every which way in this podcast so so much to to listen to, take in and some out some kind of like far out there concepts. So 
please let me know what you thought. Uh, DM me on Instagram if you have questions or reflections. And whoo, I wish I had like a drum roll. Um, I'm so excited to announce that today I have uh, sent to the newsletter. Um, goodness gracious, words are just not coming to me today. The subscribers of the newsletter, that's the word I was after, that the Black Friday sale starts today. Now, this goes until November 26th at midnight, and this is a sale on the group mentorship program that starts in January. This is an amazing sale. This is a buy one, get one 75% off. You split the savings. So if you have been on the fence trying to decide if you would like to get more intentional in life and you're looking for a space to create a container for accountability and you are interested in joining this five-month program, doing it with a friend, we will have group coaching, guest experts, you'll have your own personal accountability coach, you're going to go through a visioning exercises, There are modules of work that you do on their own. I do two one-on-one sessions with you throughout the program, but you have constant boxer access to myself and your coach, and you're doing it as part of community. This is the time. Find your friend. Don't walk. Run. I'll put the link in the show notes, and we'd love to have you because... Sisterhood makes everything better. Thank you for listening. As always, thank you for using one of your most valuable commodities, your time, and being here with me today. And I hope that you are flourishing lately. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little